This early influence of the female hormone is soon replaced by the dominant male hormone, which is secreted in increasing amounts. The effect of the female hormone is inhibited and the breast enlargement is suppressed. At any time in later life, this same balance can be upset. If enough female hormone is present, breast enlargement will occur in the male at any age. In the adult male, there are only two sources of female hormones, the testicles and the adrenal glands. Normally, both secrete small amounts of estrogens. Both, however, can develop tumors that are capable of secreting large amounts of estrogens. That was my first concern because these tumors are highly malignant. They grow and spread rapidly. There is a narrow window of time when surgical removal is still curative. In recent years, of course, effective hormone-based chemotherapy has become available for some of these tumors. There is one other rare cause of estrogen secretion in the adult male. Malignant tumors of various organs can curiously begin to make pituitary-like hormones that stimulate the adrenal or testicle to secrete estrogens. Lung cancer is one of these tumors that can produce this bizarre biochemical aberration. With these ominous and serious possibilities in mind, I ordered all the tests that would identify the presence of estrogens or hormones that can stimulate estrogen production. All the tests showed the low and normal levels of estrogens typical for a man his age. What a surprise! Knowing that false negative results can occur, I repeated the test. Again, the results came back within normal limits for a male. My initial physical examination had been normal except for the easily felt gynecomastia of the remaining breast. I repeated the physical examination, this time spending extra time and attention on palpating his testicles for masses and pushing here and there in his abdomen trying to fill his deep-seated adrenals. My examination was normal again. Had abdominal CAT scans been available at that time, I would have ordered one. Not satisfied with these normal results, and still quite concerned that there was a malignancy hidden away somewhere, I began to do x-rays and other procedures to find a tumor. My reasoning was that there are numerous compounds that can have an estrogen effect. The available test only measured a small number of these compounds. Dr. Jim could be secreting a hybrid estrogen, if you will, and thus appear to have normal levels because the tests I ordered were not seeing the novel hormone. It was a bit of fancy thinking, but I did not want to miss a malignancy that might still be surgically removable. All of the imaging tests and procedures showed no tumors. I was in a blind alley. I had a colleague see him with me in consultation. He had no new thoughts, but suggested repeating the test once more, which we did, only to find the same normal results. I then recalled a patient I had seen years before. He was a young boy, about six years old, who had developed gynecomastia at age five. Gynecomastia at that age is as ominous as it would be at Dr. Jim's age. The list of possibilities is just as full of cancers, if not more so. After an exhaustive but negative search for tumors, I began to look around for other causes. I had the mother bring in all the medicines in the house, thinking that the boy might be getting into her birth control pills or some estrogen-type compound. The only medicine was a vitamin the boy took on a routine basis. A few months later, there was a report in a medical journal that a certain brand of vitamins had been contaminated with estrogens. Apparently, in the process of stamping the pills, the same press to make estrogen pills was used to press out the vitamin pills. Enough estrogen was carried over on the press to contaminate the vitamins. I immediately thought of the little boy who had me so puzzled and called his mother. Sure enough, the vitamins were the same brand. Stopping the vitamins led to a regression of the little boy's breast back to normal within a few months. I was amazed at how such a minute dose of estrogen could produce such a profound physical effect.
When I thought of the little boy, I called Dr. Jim. I had taken a careful drug history when I first saw him and got no clue that he was taking anything that might have estrogen in it. I even had the nerve to ask him if he smoked marijuana, a frequent cause of gynecomastia in the drug subculture. After he laughed at my question, he asked me if I thought he was one of those long-haired dope fiends. On the phone, I asked if the wife took any estrogens, thinking somehow they might rub off on something he was using. I was fishing for any clue. He answered that she was not taking any. I told him the story of the little boy and the contaminated vitamins. I asked him to think and see if he could come up with anything he was doing or taking that could stimulate the breast to enlarge. By this time, in my practice with patients who had puzzling symptoms, I had developed the habit of having them keep a diary of daily events. My intentions were to get them to search out for any hidden correlates in their lives that might affect their symptoms. I suggested this to Dr. Jim. He